Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Gwen Sherbain. Gwen is a personal coach, a kickboxing and MMA fighter, a health and fitness coach, and a foodie living in Dubai. Gwen is Belgian and Lebanese, and she loves paddle boarding, tennis, surfing, MMA. She fought nine kickboxing fights and one pro MMA fight. Gwen injured her knee two years ago, and she is hoping to fight again in September because she loves anything to do with adrenaline. Gwen also has an artistic side. She is a good baker and cook, but also loves to get her hands dirty and good with manual labor. Gwen, how are you today? I'm great, Aziz. Thank you for having me. I'm honored, lucky, privileged, and so excited to know more about you. So I will begin this conversation with this nice first question. If your friends and the people who know you best and love you very, very much could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Uh, this is always a hard question to answer what other people think of you, right? Um, I guess uh, they would say that I'm fun, uh, I'm goofy, uh, I'm uh, very competitive, <laughs> especially when I play sports with friends or family, they know I'm competitive. Yeah, I love to, uh, they, they'd say that I have a fun personality in general and then, yeah. I think I think that's that's pretty much me. Is <laughs> that's what I can think of? There is so much to unpack there. I have so many questions, and thank you, Gwen. But I'll begin with one that is a bit out of left field, but it's important. You are someone that maybe a lot of people don't know personally, but they look at your social media or from afar they see you fighting. Do they have an impression of you that is contrary or wrong compared to the reality? And do you have sometimes some things about yourself you wish they could know so that they will know you accurately? But often people do not guess about you when they first see your photos or see you in action doing sports so social media i've just been using mostly for work so i think when people don't know me if they don't know me like if they're not friends of mine they don't generally know uh my private life but um i would say that most people would look at me and not think that i'm a fighter until i either tell them or show them a video of me and then they're like what you're fighting and, uh, not because I have a resting bitch face, just because I, I, I don't seem like a person that would fight, really. Thank you. And I'm curious as well, because you're into wellness, fitness, and of course, nutrition and health is important for you. 
as well as you have injured your knee. I will ask you this when you are someone who is aiming to outperform yourself physically. What have you learned about how to push yourself to the zone that is uncomfortable where the growth happens, yet still be aware and not push yourself into injury? Like, where is the limit or how to know it? Or do you need to get to injury in order to know the limit? Or how does it work? Oh, that's hard to say. I mean, that just depends on the sports that you're doing. So um, injury can be pre pre like pre prevented. You don't have to get injured. Unfortunately, in certain sports like MMA or even football or, you know, any kind of close contact sport, it's very easy for you to get injured. So I got injured while not in a fight, but while training for one. So um, I got injured while wrestling. And yeah, I guess getting out of your comfort zone for, for, for training in general is, 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 is very difficult. Like I have a lot of clients where I can, I, I do feel that people don't like to be out of their comfort zone. And you can see it around the world in general, like with people, you can see that people don't like to be pushed to their comfort zone, uh, past their comfort zone, just because they're so comfortable in it. So I can, for me as a trainer, obviously I would love to be able to push people. And I do certain, certain people will go to that distance of being pushed out of their comfort zone to get the results that's you know, I'm promising them to, to have. But a lot of people do put limits uh, on their bodies and what they can do or what they can't do or what they think that they won't be able to do, you know? So, so yeah, so comfort, comfort is, is, is honestly, it's, it's poison and it's hard and you, it's, it, it's harder to get to stay in your comfort zone than to get out of it. But it's something that definitely must must be done and you you have to do to be able to achieve greater things. I agree 100%. And that's truly wise in every facet of life because the treasures, the gold, all the growth is outside of the comfort zone. And about baking and cooking, because some people might not expect someone who is into fitness, into fighting to also enjoy and love baking and cooking. What fascinates you about baking and cooking? What is your favorite part about it? Is it the process and for you similar to a meditation? Is it sharing with someone else so that you're sharing the good taste and the good vibes? Or it reminds you of home and family and growing up? Or how does it work within your mind? So basically, um, I well, I started really cooking when my dad, my dad has always been a very good cook. Like he never needed a, a, a recipe or anything. He would just cook and then make things taste good. Uh, so that's that. And my mom used to usually do the baking. Very limited to certain things that she did, but they were always very good. And when I moved away from Dubai, I lived four years in Barcelona. And then I guess living alone, you need, you know, you need to learn how to cook for yourself and eat proper food. Um, so I started cooking and I've always loved Asian food. So for the cooking part, I would mostly cook uh, Asian foods like green curries or um, or uh, noodles or thing, you know, properly just like Asian Asian dumplings or dumplings and stuff like that. Um, so I really, really like Asian food and I like to cook Asian food more than anything else, um, just because I think I connect more to that part of the world. 
Um, and then for the baking, so <laughs> the baking, I I always loved cakes. Uh, I know it's weird to say as a, as a trainer, but I do love sugar. I, I do limit myself a lot on what I eat and how I eat it now. And I haven't really baked many cakes, like design type cakes in a very long time. I used to do it... Um, I had a, I had a well I have to go back a bit so basically I I jumped from job to job to different types of industries for a very long time until I figured out what I wanted to do and I think during that time uh what I was doing is also trying to sell cakes to people to make extra money on the side and um and then I just wanted to try and 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 you know I'd go on Pinterest and then I would see pictures of cool cakes or I think the first cake I ever designed was uh, for my brother. It was because he's a, he's very much into surfing and kite surfing. So I I got uh, I wanted to do something with a bit more design on it, not just a plain cake. So I just looked at um, uh, someone bought me a, a cake decorating book, and then I I just kind of looked at how you would use fondant and stuff like that, and then I would look at a picture on Pinterest, and then I would try to recreate the design of it. And then from there, I started to try and do more things. Then my my little sister had a birthday and I did that. And that was really weird, really hard, actually, because it was like a more into 3D type. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. And then I got into this phase where I really just enjoyed doing that. I have a lot of patience um, <laughs> for small things as opposed to my mother, for example. So um, um, I guess you know, it works for me to be able to do things that have involve a lot of detail because I have that patience. I adore that. And I have a lot of questions about it because a lot of people in general, and this can inspire many women who might be impatient about any results, whether it comes to their fitness, their success, anything in life, because we live in a society that promotes instant gratification and early success rather than patient and patience and long-term success what mindsets or beliefs or ways of thinking or maybe it was your fighting and fitness journey that taught you this how did you learn patience and what is your perspective or what do you believe about this world that allows you to be patient about things like that um, I think I got my patience from my dad. I don't know if it can be genetically given, <laughs> but I think I got my patience from my dad. My dad used to be a jeweler, and I remember he had um, a, a little jewelry workshop in our in our first house when we lived in Sharjah. And I used to sit there and just watch him make incredible pieces. Um, and so I think I got that and you know attention to details and stuff like that from my father. Um, and then it kind of carried on with me. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Like the, in this this fast paced world is is very intense, and you need to find that time to kind of sit back and 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 try something where you actually need to sit and focus a bit more and take the time to 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 get it right. But I think I have a, a perfectionist issue if you want to call it that way uh where if i do something whether if i is trying to do some sort of painting or a cake or whatever it is if i don't feel happy about it um i will keep doing it until it's right i think it's 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 hard like some people just 
can be patient and some can't like for example my mother my mother has no patience <laughs> like at all she'll try for a while and then when she starts to get angsty anxious and stuff she just stops it's like i can't do this anymore but for me if i don't get something like i was trying to fix her one of her kitchen doors the other day and for some reason when i put it back on it was just not right and we spent about an hour on it and my mom's like okay i'm just gonna go set the table let's just get forget forget about it I was like no i'm not i want to fix this i need to fix it i think it just makes you feel good once you you know it, it gives you a sense of of um what's the word a sense of uh of like accomplishments that you've managed to actually finish that or that you've painted something in a certain way and you feel good about it or that you've cake you, you've uh, baked a cake and it, it turned out the way it did you know so i think Patience could be learned, but people need to just, if you start to feel like a bit anxious or uh, stressed out or you just can't do it, just take a breather, step back, go breathe, walk around, come back and then try again, you know, so I, yeah, I think that's, that's the only advice I could give you to try and build a bit of patience, but um, yeah, in the in this fast paced world, you do need to kind of give yourself that time to get good at things and then be patient about it because things take time. You don't, you know, I'm not a, an artist. I, I usually just find something and copy it. And I, you know, I do it quite well. I don't really follow anything, I, but I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at it. And you just need to give yourself the time. It's the same with fitness. It's anything. You don't, you don't, you know, start a job and you're awesome at it. Like no one ever um, same with fitness. You don't start fitness or your training, or your fitness journey, and then expect to have uh, muscles the next day. It doesn't work like that. It takes time. Everything takes time. So you need to learn how to be patient and also evaluate what you're doing. And then from there, how can you do it better, or what can you do better, or you know, it's just it, it it's a it's a learning process, and it's a it's a very patient process. You need to be patient to be able to reach there. I love that so much with impact and those words. At the same time, I'm wondering because you love adrenaline and activities that are a bit more extreme and that trigger or release adrenaline. And usually a person like that gets bored easily. They need constant excitement. So how can you combine both the patience and the perfectionism and Maybe are you someone who gets bored easily or not? If not, what really do you love about adrenaline? How does it make you feel and add to your life? I'm going to start by saying that I actually never thought I was going to fight ever. So the reason why I started kickboxing, and I do want to mention that, is that I was, when I lived in Barcelona, I um, I got attacked on the street. It wasn't anything like painful or nothing like that. It was just some very small, skinny drug addict that was following me. And I got angry at the fact that he was following me. So he spat in my hair. And then I turned around and started yelling at him. And he just punched me in the face. Um, but it didn't hurt. But I was just in shock, like didn't understand how that happens you know so from there i decided to 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 train just to learn how to defend myself if i was ever in a situation like that again and what i what happened is um i got into my first gym in uh, in barcelona and i just fell in love with the sport like originally more, more jiu jitsu than muay thai itself 
um, I just I just loved it so much. It was so, so good, and my my coach was 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 so nice and and teaches you discipline. Prop, teach taught us discipline. Sorry, and um, and uh, and yeah, I just I just really loved it. And then <clears throat> what happened is after that, I moved back to Dubai. Took me a while to find a gym that I enjoyed. And then my competitive side kind of came out there. So there was a few other girls that were training in, in that gym. And um, one of them got offered a fight. And uh, I thought, I want to fight. Why, why didn't no one ask me to fight? But I never actually wanted to fight. But I just wanted to be the best in my gym. Um, so then they said, okay, you want to fight? Then we'll get you a fight. And I had two fights that weekend and I won both. And I thought, oh, this is pretty cool, pretty easy. And I fought again and fought again and fought again. And I kept winning. So I thought, all right, well, you know, <laughs> this is nice. I like this. How do you manage the adrenaline and the patience and <laughs> the perfectionism? Uh, well, you know, it's, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a struggle. I don't get bored. I don't really get bored I just generally find things that I enjoy doing and and do them so I, I plan my days to be able to train my clients uh, train myself if I have time I go to the beach for a bit I I cook my own lunch or if I have time again I cook my own lunch uh, and so I really try and stay as busy as I can I read a book or I try to paint or whatever it is that can keep me busy for the day but yeah I guess the it's 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 just learning how to create balance in your life. Um, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm an adrenaline junkie. I enjoy things that uh, have adrenaline in it, but I'm not gonna go tell you, oh yeah, let's go on top of that mountain because I just really want to, you know, ride the go mountain biking through the whole. You know what I mean? Like so, it's it's not. I'm. I don't seek for it, but if it happens, I'm happy <laughs> to to enjoy the ride for sure. Thank you so much. And now I'm curious because it seems you have grown up in the UAE. You spoke about your first house in Sharjah as well as going to Barcelona and all that. For people who might not have lived in Dubai, especially women who are thinking about moving there, but they think, oh my God, maybe it's too conservative. I cannot dress in the way I want. Maybe people are not open-minded, whatever stereotypes they might have. Can you describe life for you in Dubai? Why did you choose to do to go there instead of any other place in the world? And how is it to you both when it comes to your life socially as well as opportunities for work and business? Uh, I didn't really choose to be in Dubai. Um, my family, uh, so my parents met in Dubai, got married here. My brother was born here. Um, then when there was the Iran-Iraq war or the Gulf war at that time, uh, we moved back to Belgium for a couple of years. I was born in Belgium. And then a couple of years after that, we came back. So I think I was two years old when I lived in Dubai. Um, I stayed here my entire life uh, until I finished uh, graduated high school. And then um, I didn't really know where I wanted to go. So I ended up, you know, applying to one university because, you know, US is too expensive, UK is too expensive. I didn't want to go back to Belgium because that's depressing. Sorry, Belgians. <laughs> um, and um, and uh, yeah, and then I just found that university, signed up for it, and then I got accepted. So I was like, that sounds good for me. And then I came back just because I didn't really have a sense of 
purpose or a, like a guidance of what I was going to do or work. I never, it, it was a very big struggle for me to know where I wanted to be in life or what I wanted to do because, um, well, we can discuss that later. Um, but for the, to get back on the topic of Dubai. So I did come back after my four years and I've been back since. And I think if, if you ask anyone that was brought up in Dubai, they will all tell you that they've at some point come back to Dubai. I think Dubai at the time used to be more uh, more conservative, you know, like you had to follow the, the Dubai rules. Like they were still more open than other countries, but uh, still a bit more conservative. But over the years, they've really developed into being an open uh, country. Like, I mean, back in the day, for example, if you were to go in a mall, you couldn't wear like short shorts that something had to cover your knees or your shoulders or like they tell you off and wouldn't allow you to come in and stuff but now uh there's there isn't that doesn't exist anymore like people are if <laughs> you wouldn't think that you're in dubai like people are just really dressed the way they want i would suggest that you still do dress a bit more conservatively just out of respect for other people and the culture and the religion here but there's not much um yeah, it's 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 very much open now. And then for finding, I think most a lot of people move move away from their countries because Dubai's become so it, it it's the basically the new land of opportunity. So what America used to be, Dubai is now. And uh, everyone moves to Dubai for work because you're not taxed, well, not that much, or not most for most parts, you're not taxed on on much. Um so it's it's easier to to get a job here. Um, life is a little bit expensive. Um, so it just depends how you decide to live your life. Like if you live your life for your weekends and then get drunk and and spend all your money on your alcohol, that's unfortunately your problem. But there's many ways you can enjoy Dubai when you don't have to do that. Plus, then finding your circle it takes a bit of, of of time, I think, especially if you're new. But since I've been here my whole life, I have my circle already. But if you're new, um, there's always opportunities to find people and meet people. And there's Facebook groups you can you can get into. Or like if you're interesting, interested in hiking, there's hiking groups. You can meet new people there. And then you slowly, you know, make your own life here. So there is like this big party scene and, you know, the whole drunk and whatever type scene that I am not interested in. Um, and then you have the people that, for me, are more down to earth and enjoy spending their days, uh, their weekends at the beach or hiking or doing, uh, you know, activities or spending time with family or with friends. So, so yeah, you can you can you can build your life how you kind of want to in Dubai. It's it does have a lot of opportunities to do that and finding work. I don't think I've ever had a problem finding work, uh, and I think there are a lot of opportunities here. And uh, for a woman, yeah, for a woman, I think it's great to come here, especially if you just want a different life, try something new, a new place. It's a, it's a good place to live. If it does have security. You don't, you would never feel like no one would really rob you. It's not a thing. A little bit, not really. <laughs> um, and, and, and you wouldn't feel like if you walk in the, in the middle of the night, you walk back home or whatever. It's, you don't have that sense of, oh, I might get robbed or I might get attacked or I might get, you know, any, any, any of these problems or things that you would see in other parts of the world. Like when I lived in Barcelona, for example, 
I held my phone in a certain way so that if someone did come from the back and try and snatch it, they couldn't because I would hold it, you know, like from all sides with my fingers so that they couldn't actually grab my phone. And then I kept looking back behind me if there was anyone like you don't feel that here. You don't have that. No one would you know, no one would do that. You can't do that because there are very big consequences for, for things like that in Dubai here. So, so, so it is quite safe. Definitely. I would say it's a safe country to come and, and, and get a, uh, get a job and, uh, and make your own life here. Thank you so much, Gwen, for sharing your voice, your life, your perspective, your experiences. It was my privilege and my honor to have you in this podcast and thank you for participating thank you so much aziz thank you i really appreciate it mm-hmm.